What's up, you guys, and welcome to another episode of Adulting with Joy Spring. This is the how-tos of your 20s by a 26-year-old, basically the blind leading the blind expectantly and with gusto. Hi, my name is Joy Spring, and this is another episode. I know that for the past three episodes, we've had a couple of business talks, and I'd like to thank Globe for partnering with me in, you know, guesting those amazing men and women who are just so good at what they do. So, of course, we had the owners, the, the I guess, the masterminds behind Carmen's Best, You Pound It, Sip PH, and HTP Clothing. Maraming maraming salamat. Wow, nabulunan pa ako. But yes, thank you. Uh, it was a really, really fun past three episodes. But now I am back with my normal self. And I'm still kind of unsure what I'm supposed to be talking about today. And I did promise myself that I'm going to make this a no-pressure kind of project. As you, most of you know, if you have been listening to the podcast, this is a passion project of mine. I wanted to do a podcast because I like speaking in front of the microphone and I did that for four years on radio and I'm trying to do it here on the podcast and I think for the past couple of months it's just garnered an overwhelming and humbling reaction from a lot of people. People like you listening right now who want to maybe maximize their time while they're stuck in traffic in Manila or you're going through something and you need a different perspective or you need a an ate of some sort uh, to help you go through your adulting. And I've I've seen messages like that. Na parang sabi nila, my ate is abroad. Or parang uh, there was an OFW abroad who is an ate apparently. And she said that, I'm so glad that there's this podcast because I feel like my sister has an ate even though I'm far away from her. And I'm really so grateful for all of your messages, your encouragements, your quotations on Twitter. So thank you, thank you very much. A little bit of a life update that's been very, very busy. I have to say that I'm going through such a paradigm shift these past couple of weeks. I've just been traveling a lot. I came from my U.S. trip, which I have been doing yearly for the past four years. Uh, For the past three years, I'd always go to New York because my best friend, Hannah... You should follow her. She has amazing music. Her name is Hannah ACBD. Also follow her cosmetics line. It's called Filipinta Beauty. Yes, that's her. That's her baby. And uh, a few more amazing women. So please do check that out. Uh, she lives there. She used to live in New York. But then when she got married and she had her beautiful baby boy, Kenzo, she eventually moved to Virginia. So I'm sorry to to everyone. I'm sorry to Hannah because I'm revealing to everyone where she is living. But yes, I've been going to New York the past four years. And so I did the same trip this year except it is extra special because my ina anak Kenzo her baby their baby just turned one so happy happy birthday to baby Mackenzo who turned one and so I went from I traveled alone okay so let's talk about this I traveled alone again for the first time in maybe a year or two and I traveled alone long haul I haven't been doing traveling alone and traveling alone long haul because I've been traveling a lot with Rona. So Rona is my RM and she is also my friend. And my past few travels, I'd always be with her because I only travel usually now for work because I'm very, very busy. So I only get to travel with for work. And um, recently also went to 
Japan and I was with my boyfriend Wancho, but we were also with some other friends, my barcada, my bandmates, Silamonti, Silagio, and, and them. And so this was the first time in a long time that I traveled on my own. And if you follow me on Instagram, you know that since the beginning of 2018 or 2017, I started having horrible panic attacks. And um, I never understood what anxiety or panic attack is until I actually went through the panic attacks myself. And that happened, the first time that it happened was during a scuba diving trip. Yes, it happened underwater and I almost died. I really th- I really thought I was gonna die. Um, we were around 10 or 11 meters in and I was just looking at some corals and then all of a sudden I could feel my heartbeat pounding and I was just, um, I was just, I, I, I can't explain it. Like my, my vision just blurred and everything just turned upside down and then I started panicking and I held on to my dive master. And since then I would just get random panic attacks. So I would get panic attacks while I'm driving. I would get panic attacks while I was training for triathlon swimming. I would get panic attacks reading a book because I couldn't figure out, like my brain was in such an overdrive that I I couldn't figure out whether the thing that was going through my head was my own thoughts or was it the thing that I was actually reading. Like, ganun kalala. And then imagine having a panic attack also on the plane, like I would get tunnel vision and and I just I would just start crying and having this intense feeling of I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die, with the feeling also the the terrifying feeling of losing control of my mind, like I was going crazy. And this went through for a good seven or eight months. Like I stopped training for triathlon, I stopped reading, I stopped everything because I would just have these crazy panic attacks and it's no fun if you have a friend or family or someone that you know who experiences anxiety and panic attacks please don't tell them to calm down because honestly we're trying we're really trying and um I I remember I kept reading articles about it I didn't want to go back to my doctor because when I went to my doctor the first time she gave me medicines that just worsened my mental state so I went there because I was depressed and so this was like two years ago before I really you know I guess pursued my relationship with Christ and that's why I'm so vocal about my faith because God is the only one who has saved me from my depression and from my anxiety which I'll be telling you in just a short while but backtrack I went to the doctor and I'm not saying that you shouldn't go to the doctor it's just this is my personal experience I went to the doctor and she gave me, she obviously, I went through a couple of sessions and um, I just went through two sessions and she was like, well, you're very depressed and you're very bipolar. So let's give you this cocktail mix of medicine. So I had like, um, I forgot the name. Was it Depakote or, and something else. So two very strong medicines and it just numbed me and it made me feel like I was jittery. I was, it, it just wasn't good for me. And so I stopped drinking it and, um, I don't recommend that. Obviously, you have to consult your doctor, but you also have to listen to your body and listen to your brain. And I guess in in my own experience, I 
listen to what God was teaching me and telling me during that time, which is that I should just reconcile my relationship with him and it became better. And and that's true. I know that some people are so um, against that. Like they say that it's not true. It's not something, it, it, it always has to be medical, but it's different for everybody. Depression and anxiety is different for everybody. And what really saved me from my anxiety and from my depression is my relationship with Jesus Christ. And because I understood what the Bible was teaching, it the Bible is saying that God loves you so much that He created us, right? He created you. He loves you so much He created you. But somewhere, we, somewhere in the middle, we messed up. And from that mess, um, He sent Jesus Christ to die for our sins and appreciate that righteousness towards us so that when we follow him, when we love him, and when we serve him as our Lord and Savior, that righteousness is imputed upon us and we get to see him um, at the end of this incredibly tough life. Then I understood that, hey, first of all, I have intrinsic value. And second of all, now I know my purpose and where I'm going afterwards. So this is so much better. My depression is all of a sudden being alleviated. But obviously that doesn't mean that it will always be good, right? So I have, I've had seasons of, even during this time that I've had a great relationship with God, I've had seasons of just complete failure. And by failure, I mean that I haven't been reading my Bible or I'm not praying and I'm going through an exact same or even worse depiction of my depression, my anxiety. So I say that because, well, yes, I went to my first ever long haul flight alone. And as I mentioned earlier, my anxiety is really bad on the plane. Like I really, I feel this gnawing pain of being trapped and I'm going to die, I'm going to die. And so this whole trip was big for me. I was really anxious, so much so that I had a huge fight with Lancha before I left. And it, I, I I went through anxiety. And um, for people out there who go through anxiety, the first thing that I think could really, really help you is to obviously acknowledge that you are going through panic attacks and anxiety. Second is... Uh, talk to someone about it. If you can, just talk to someone about it. Talk to your best friend about it, to your mom about it, to your parents, to your loved ones. Talk to a doctor about it. Talk to God about it. Uh, Because when you feel like you have someone that you can confide in and that you can actually share this burden with, it, it makes it a little bit better. I'm not saying for you to be dependent on that person, but it's really important for you to have a support group that will understand and love you. And every time you're having these anxiety attacks, at least you have that one person or one relationship that you can look upon and say, it's all right. At least somebody knows and understands what I'm going through. Second, well, obviously don't expect them to understand it. Some people will just tell you, hindi, ano ka ba? Wala kang rason para maging anxious or depressed. Kasi ang ganda-ganda ng buhay mo. You're so blessed. Kanyan. These are things that I've heard from my friends. And they do mean well. It's just that it really doesn't depend on your circumstances sometimes, what you experience with your mental health. And so... It's very hard to explain that to people because they always think that A plus B equals C, but it's not always the case, right? So don't expect other people to understand you. Um, One thing that has really helped me is to kind of like, I know this sounds Dr. Google, but because I didn't want to go back to my uh, 
my doctor and I knew that what I really this was like a spiritual battle already my anxiety uh during plane rides it was a spiritual battle already I had to sit myself down ask God for help like just really plead with him and these are the things that I realized so I'll tell you first about the spiritual stuff that I've realized and then afterwards we'll talk about the practical steps that you can do to actually help you when you're going through anxiety um so spiritual things i i realized that the reason one of the main reasons why i was experiencing anxiety was because i was afraid to die i think the older you get and i guess the more you know about the world and maybe that's why a lot of young people also experience anxiety now because of all the research and uh, knowledge that is acquirable is that even a word that can be easily acquired through the internet um and and you're filled with this knowledge right you all of a sudden experience this pang of anxiety of just knowing things and the more you know things the more you kind of have a grasp of how mortal and vulnerable and fleeting we are we are fleeting beings we are mortal beings that who will die one day. I mean, nobody can give you that assurance that tomorrow will be a better day because nobody can even give you the assurance that there will be a tomorrow, right? So the main reason for my anxiety was that I'm afraid to die. I'm afraid to die. Okay, no, no, no. That's not a laughing matter, but I tend to laugh at my own demise. Anyway, so I was afraid to die. And What I learned spiritually, what God taught me through his word and through prayer was that, and made me realize, was that everyone's going to die. And nobody can really tell when we're going to die, right? So if you look at it that way, then it would make no sense for you to constantly be afraid of dying because it's just a part of life. It really is just a, a, a a part of life that we all have to go through. Now, what we should be afraid of is if we don't know where we're going after we die. And I understand that a lot of my friends here on the podcast who are listening, you're probably not Christians and you probably won't believe me when I tell you, but I do believe in the afterlife. I do believe in the heaven and the hell. And I do believe in a perfect holy God who will one day judge us for the life that we've lived here. But my good news for you is the gospel. Technically, well... Technically, the the meaning of the gospel and gospel itself is the good news. The good news is that Christ died for our sins already. And all you have to do really is to accept this gift of life that he's giving you, this gift of hope. Because I spiritual the, the spiritual breakthrough that I had from my anxiety is that I had no reason to be afraid to die. I had no reason to fear death. Because everyone will experience death. It is inevitable. And I, for one, have the hope that is Jesus Christ. That when I die, I will see him in heaven. No matter how much of a failure I am as a person, sometimes as a Christian, that I always fail God and I I always fall short of the glory of God, I can hold on to the promise of the Bible that Christ died for my sins and I follow him and I love him and I believe this and so I will see him one day. And because of that, I had hope. I all of a sudden was like, okay, so okay lang naman pala. It's okay naman pala if I die because if I die on this plane ride, right, I will have just died in a plane ride which could have happened to me five years 
after that plane ride in a random restaurant while choking on a piece of bread could have I know it 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 sounds so horrible, but when you're having anxiety attacks, these are the things that are going through your head. So there, I I I was relieved of my fear of dying. Another spiritual breakthrough that I I guess I I really learned through my anxiety attacks on the plane uh, was that I have a pa- I have a problem with control. I always want to be in control, and I'm sure a lot of you can relate to this. And most of my anxiety was coming from this place of I don't have control. I don't have control of the plane. I don't have control of the food that I'm eating. I don't have control of the people in my life and the things that are happening back home while I'm stuck in this airplane for 16 hours. And anything could happen. Wars could start. People could die. My dog could get into an accident. I don't know. All of these horrible things were going through my head and I had no control of it. And I realized that When you think about it, we don't have control over so many things around us. Like, we don't have control about, for example, this could all be a simulation, right? This could all be, we could all be a brain in a vat where scientists are just put, have just put a brain in a random vat and is putting all of these memories and these experiences in your head, right? There is no control. There's an illusion of control that I think we've made for ourselves. There are some things that we can control, the choices that we make, the thoughts that we act upon. Yes. But most other things we don't have control of. I mean, everything in our life, it requires faith. It requires faith for me to believe that the person that I'm buying milk tea from is not going to put acid in my milk tea. It requires faith for me to believe that the guards in my condo are good people and will not let anybody bad in our building. You know, everything requires faith. And so when you understand that you are not in control of a lot of things, there's obviously a sense of vulnerability and you feel afraid and you feel like, gosh, I can't believe I can't control any of these things. But then again, because I understood that I served a God, I served God, I serve God who is sovereign above all, who is in control and who is always doing things um, and allowing things to happen for my good, even though I might not understand it. Like anxiety is very, very painful and it's a very debilitating feeling to have. And sometimes I ask God why he gives it to me and he allows me to go through it. But then I understand that this is for my own good because all of a sudden I have these new insights that I would have never thought of if I... I didn't have anxiety if I didn't have really bad anxiety. So that's another thing that I learned. And I've thought about this a lot. I mean, there was a point in my life where I was just believing in the universe, in nature, in energies. And I just, I realized that it's only through Christianity that these questions of mine, my question of Origin, meaning, morality, and destiny. Origin, where do I come from? Meaning, what gives life meaning? Morality, how do I know good versus evil? Destiny, what happens to me after I die? 
it's only through Christianity that I get to answer these questions. And most of my anxiety and not most, all of my anxiety and all of my depression is anchored in the fact that I always, I used to always get confused about origin, meaning, morality, and destiny. I didn't know what my purpose was. I didn't know what was going to happen to me if I, when I died. I didn't know what gives life meaning. I didn't know, I didn't know anything. I didn't know why I was living anyway, right? And Christ offered me this amazing gift of life, not just life after death, but to actually have life even while we're here on this earth. And so I, I really pray that you you get to also experience that in your personal relationship with God. Because um, honestly, nothing else matters. Everything else that you are looking right now, all, all of these, I don't know if you're in your car, if you are in your school during a break, if you are traveling, if you are sitting in your room, everything around you is fleeting. But you, your life it's valuable because God created us as eternal beings. After this life, we get to experience life with Him when we actually accept Him as our Lord and Savior. So that's how I got through my anxiety. I know that's a question that a lot of people uh, would always ask me. And that's how I got through my anxiety spiritually. And I think that's the most important thing that you first have to deal with. It's that mental, spiritual turmoil that you have to address, right? Um, after that, it's no no guarantee that you won't have anxiety or depression anymore because I still have anxiety and depression. But I have a lasting hope that doesn't have to depend on my current situation or my current season of anxiety and depression. Now, with the practical ways that I've been dealing with my anxiety and my depression is, one, I take supplements that have helped me. Um, these are organic supplements. And I, I read that, you know, these are things that actually your body produces. But when you have low production of it in your body, that's when you start having anxiety. So I, start drink, I started drinking these GABA capsules, G-A-B-A capsules. And obviously, I can't make a recommendation for you. But if you want to, you can ask your doctor about it, your physician about it. I also started to seriously journal again. I read somewhere that, you know, journaling and writing about how your day went and writing down the memories, the things that you experience, it really helps with your anxiety and it's really helped with me as well too. I practice a lot of breathing exercises, so deep breathing, just in through your nose, out through your mouth and just keep breathing. I know you feel like it's not working, it's not helping, but keep breathing and your body will start relaxing and then it'll help with your anxiety. Uh, my best friend, one of my other girlfriends, also sent me faith. Thank you very much. This post by Justin Bieber. Who would have ever thought that aided me during the 16-hour flight that I was having really bad anxiety? Um, it said something like, look for five things that you can see, four things that you can touch, three things that you can hear, and two things that you can smell. Something like that. So... I I started doing that and it kind of grounded me and showed me like what are the things that you have to remember so five things I could touch four things that I could hear three things that I could I I I lost it but you guys can search it um that would help you with your anxiety and last but definitely not the least I 
talk about my anxiety and that's really helped me. I know it it makes you feel vulnerable because right now me recording this podcast without even thinking that I was going to re- record this entire topic tonight, um, it scares me. Because I know that I am a strong-headed woman. I am a woman that works hard and I am a career woman and I have lots of dreams and lots of, lots of people who listen to this podcast and who might probably talk about this topic with their friends and tell their friends, oh, I think it's been Joyce about this thing. And many people will disagree with me and many people will think that I'm ridiculous for even having depression and anxiety. But just talking about it and knowing that somebody is listening, somebody is caring for you and and you have someone to confide with, it's really so important. And obviously, needless to say, I pray so much to God. I pray I pray to God that he heals my anxiety, yes, but I also praise God because even though he lets me go through anxiety, I kind of somehow enjoy it. Because anxiety gives me that chance to really just be childlike with God again. Telling God that, Lord, I cannot function. I cannot even think. My body is shivering. I feel like I'm about to die. But I know that you are my father and you love me. And I'm going to trust you through this. And God never fails. God really never fails to comfort me. And even when I I don't feel that comfort, even when he lets me go through this difficult, painful time, I understand that, you know what? It's just one of those things that we have to deal with because this is a broken world. And that gives me hope. When all of these things fail and I'm still going through bad anxiety on the plane or wherever I am, the one last thing that really helps me is a pep talk with myself. And this pep talk goes something like, okay, Joyce, it's all right. Don't even try to stop this anxiety from happening. Just go and have this panic attack. Look like a crazy person because that's it. That's really it. Everything that you are fearing, it's just in your head. It's just in your head. And when you do embarrass yourself and you look like a fool, like a crazy person because you're having a panic attack and maybe you're going to scream or cry, that's the worst that could happen. And that's all right. Because sometimes I feel like the other thing that adds to my anxiety is this fear of having an anxiety attack. And this fear of, parang lalo kang nagkakaroon ng panic attack. You're having a panic attack from trying to stifle a panic attack and just letting yourself know and telling yourself while breathing really deeply, just go, it's okay. You want to have a panic attack? It's all right. Go and have a panic attack. Just keep breathing and let that panic attack go. And what I often feel after giving myself that pep talk and after practicing deep breathing for a couple of seconds, I actually start relaxing and it actually solves the problem. So I really hope that helps you. I know that this actually started out as just an update, but I realized that I really wanted to talk about this because it was something that I experienced during my US trip. I came from, I went to China right after. So I I had a trip also, work trip this weekend. And I also experienced the same thing. It was a two hour flight. It wasn't even that long, but I was crying and bawling on the plane because I was having an anxiety attack. And what helped me was just looking out the window and seeing the stars so up close because I was in the plane in an evening going back to Manila. 
And I just thought to myself, my gosh, the God who loves me, the God that I'm trying to pray to and confide in now, is the same God that created the universe, these marvelous things that I'm seeing right now. And it just helped me become grateful. And and sometimes all we really need is someone to be grateful too for all of the things that we have been going through, the good things and the bad things that have both shaped us into the person that we are now. I also kept reading this verse from Luke chapter 12, verse 22, where Jesus was saying, he said to his disciples, Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat, nor about your body, what you will put on. For life is more than food and the body more than clothing. And he goes on about saying that consider the ravens or the birds and and the flowers. Doesn't God provide for them? Doesn't God care for them? What more you? You are made in his image. You are um, imago Dei. You're made in the image of God, right? Which gives you intrinsic value. So whatever you are going through, your anxiety, your depression, God is with you. God is listening to you. God is watching you. And if you run to him, he promises that he will comfort you. And That's a promise that I am constantly learning, relearning, and claiming in the name of Jesus Christ. So there, I know that this is a very spiritual and heavy uh, episode, but I know that so many people need to hear this. And I, I understand if you are going through something and maybe you will be mad at me after hearing this episode going like it's not that easy or maybe you will be comforted but i pray that whatever your reaction is to this episode that you will continuously go on that journey of finding the truth because the truth will set you free all right so i guess that's it for this episode of adulting with joy spring yeah so i went to that u.s trip i went to china and then i have another trip next week it's just been very very busy and it's been a crazy past couple of weeks for work and many other things which i will be telling you guys about very very soon but in the meantime please let me know what you think about this podcast and be kind about it hashtag adulting with joy spring if you have any other tips on how to deal with your anxiety please do let me know through twitter instagram or facebook you know how to reach me don't even don't even get me started with all the promotional stuff and of course listen to the other episodes of adulting with joy spring i actually have another podcast that's a bit lighter if you want to hear about anything wonderful check out the podcast the official podcast of Aaron Ataide and myself it's called that's wonderful the first two episodes are out already if you guys want to check it out and I promise you next week uh next week's episode of adulting with joy spring will be quite lighter <laughs> lighter It'll be quite lighter. Sige, let's talk about love life na lang or something. Send me your uh, requests for topics with the hashtag adultingwithjoyspring. As always, thank you guys so much. God bless you. I'll talk to you soon. Paalam.